Morning, Mossy. Morning, Mido. Morning, boys. Morning, uh, champion. Last night, good win. Sydney FC, a much-needed victory against Starch Rivals' victory 2-1. What did you make of it all? Uh, I'd, go, I'd go a level above good win and go great win. And, and much, as you said, Mido, much needed. It was a huge pressure reliever for Stevie Corica. Um, and, and the players that lift City to seventh on the on the ladder, and uh, if they can put a string together, and based off the performance, the result was fantastic, no doubt. But the performance uh, was really convincing. It was uh, they had to come from behind. Melbourne Victory took an early lead with Jake Brimmer catching um, Andrew Redmayne out in goal. Um, yeah, uncharacteristic mistake from the soccer goalkeeper. He, he showed way too much. Space to Brimmer on the near post for a free kick and he took full advantage. But to come from behind down there in Melbourne on Australia Day um, mm. in such convincing fashion, um, we'll have those players getting on the plane back to Sydney this morning in a really buoyant mood. So um, massive, massive three points. They host Central Coast Mariners next weekend at Allianz. So it's not going to be easy to back that up from yesterday, but um, it's, it'll certainly help them going into that game. What does it do for the coach, Mossy? Uh, obviously, the rumour mill around Dwight York going there, but does a win like this uh, make life a little easier for him? Oh, I think so. Well, yes, Clark, in, in a word, but um, but I think there's a couple of different um, facets to it. First of all, it'll it'll boost Stevie's confidence because, you know, coaches are human beings. Um, when we're losing, our confidence dips just like players. Um and I think, you know, his game plan was spot on and the way the players executed the effort. Um, some of the comments leading into the game and, and post-game showed that, you know, Stevie still has, you know, a lot of support um, amongst the players. They want to win for him. Um, so I thought, you know, those sort of signs were very good and, and that will have, um, you know, Steve and, and the coaching staff in uh, a much more confident frame of mind going into next week's game. Mossy, you could argue that Melbourne Victory are the biggest club in the A-League, and they're sitting at the bottom of the competition table, yet there doesn't seem to be the pressure on Tony Popovich as there is on Stevie Corica. Is that a fair I think that's spot on. Yeah, I think that's spot on, Was um, and, and there's a few other, you know, clubs, um, I think of Newcastle with Arthur Pappas, and, you know, far better for me to put pressure on coaches, but um, you're right when it comes to the, the level playing field, and I know there's a big difference in the size of the club between a Newcastle and a Melbourne victory in a Sydney, but um, you're right. There does seem to be more of a spotlight on on Steve than uh, than some of the other coaches. But um, you know, Popo, this is very uncharacteristic waters or um, uh, unfamiliar waters, I should say, for for him as a coach because he's got a, a fantastic uh, record in the A League, yeah. um, and he's fighting hard. And there's 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 forces at play that are outside of his control. Obviously, with the crowd trouble, Nani getting a season-ending injury, so. It'll be interesting to see how Popper turns this around. What did you make of the appointment of Miles Tajovsky there at MacArthur to take over from Dwight York? Um, great, great opportunity for Millet. I, I worked with Millet at the, at the Mariners, um, uh, both when I was assistant and when I took over from Arnie. Um, he, he's got an incredible influence around the dressing room. He's very positive character, a real mentor, um, really takes young players under his wing and, and shows them the way. Had a wonderful playing career, um, so he's got a lot of experience to draw upon, uh, both here and overseas and for the Socceroos World Cups. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a fantastic uh, appointment, um, a great opportunity for Millet to step up from 
you know, being a, um, a development coach with kids and, and then an NPL coach uh, in the, the second tier and, uh, and now into the A-League. So um, I think he's got a fun, fantastic squad on paper. So what he does with that, I think, will be very interesting. This should be a good game. Mossy, second v third, Central Coast taking on the Wanderers and it's the 10th anniversary of the 2013 grand final win. You're going up there too, aren't you? Oh, twist my arm, Loz. <laughs> <laughs> I heard there was a beer on. Um, oh, yeah, be no, I'll, uh, I'll be there, but more importantly, Arnie will be there, obviously. Uh, you know, that was the sort of culmination of, of the three-year plan that we had when we went up there together. And, um, you know, he he led the team to 50, 50 points plus three years in a row, three seasons in a row, which was a record at the time. Um, a premiership, two grand final appearances. Uh, obviously, we... We lost that unlosable grand final in Brisbane in the first year um, when we were 2-0 up and, and then we uh, made amends with the, the grand final win in 2013. So it'll be wonderful just to reconnect with uh, all our friends up the coast and have a good night watching uh, the Mariners against Western Sydney. But on the pitch, um, crucial game for the Mariners and, and Western Sydney, of course. But um, you know the Mariners sitting in second spot at the moment, 22 points, five points behind Melbourne City, um, who don't play until uh, Sunday, I think. And, uh, and Western Sydney um, are only two points behind the Mariners. So it's got everything to be a crackerjack of a game. And I'm sure Marco Rudan and Nick Montgomery will have the players fired up for it. Mossy, some uh, rumours or reports over there in the UK that uh, Ange Postacoglu was being linked to Everton. Uh, I saw some uh, comments from a certain Robbie Slater urging him not to go that down that path, considering, well, just, I guess, some instability there at Everton at the moment. What do you make of Everton as a job potentially for Postacoglu? Well, first of all, shock horror that Anne should be linked with a, a vacant Premier League job. It happens every time, doesn't it? But um, which is a credit to him and the work he's doing. And uh, I actually caught up for a, um, a sneaky uh, parallel with uh, Mr. Slater the other night. How is he? Great to see him. How he's is good. Robbie? He's going well. Yeah. He sends his regards. Uh, obviously, you boys were a did topic he? of conversation. <laughs> he did. Uh, he actually did. I can't see some of the other stuff he said to pass on to you boys. But, uh, I'll, I'll tell you that off air. <laughs> but um, no, he's in. Uh, he's in good spirits, Rob. And um, and we we discussed the Ange uh, the Ange thing as well because you know the, the rumours were out when we uh, when we caught up and and we both agreed that it, it would be. It would be management suicide to, to do that. Um, when, when he is where he is with Celtic and, and what he's achieving, he'll win the league again. Um, I, I think the you know the, the big thing for Ange is he's got momentum on his side where he is and he's still got unfinished business because if they can go back-to-back, um, he'll obviously get another crack at the... Which I think he will. I think they're eight points clear. Um, but another crack at the Champions League, having wet his appetite in the last Champions League, I think he'll know a lot better what to expect and, and how to navigate that with Celtic. Um, and uh, I'm sure that that will be enough to keep him at Celtic for now and, and then see what happens down the track. But I think he's in a pretty good place where he is. And he's very smart, Ange. Like, if you think about the jobs he's taken over the years, and I go all the way back to Brisbane Raw, um, you know, when he took Brisbane over and how he turned, um, turned them around, then he went to Melbourne Victory, um, and then obviously the you know the job over the, the, the Socceroos job and what he did there with the Asian Cup. Then the timing of his move to Yokohama, winning the J League, and then the chance to go to Celtic, a massive club in a, in a league where you know Celtic or Rangers are going to win it. So um, he's very smart with his moves. Give us a multi, Mossy. We've got uh, an FA Cup weekend, don't we, over there in England this weekend? So what have you got for we us? We do. Well, I'm going to go the multi, I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but the FA Cup, 
um, is uh, is the fourth round of the FA Cup, and the, the big game, the massive game, obviously is uh, is Manchester City hosting Arsenal. Um, and I'm going to go with Manchester City in this one. It's just a, a same game multi Manchester City to win two one. Arlen anytime goal scorer. Um, but I think the more important thing to this game will be not so much the FA Cup, and that's not disrespecting how big the FA Cup is, but I think the psychological advantage of who wins this one, given that they both play each other twice in the uh, in the league, and they're both fighting for that title, and they're neck and neck. So, um, you know, I, I think this is a massive game for, for that reason. I don't think whoever gets knocked out, I don't think will be crying for too long. It's a, it's a league that is their main focus. So there's a same game multi there. And the multi for the A-League, Wellington into the Mariners into Melbourne City. Wellington, Mariners, Melbourne City. And that little three-legger with Tab is paying $5.53. So there you go. Mariners, Wellington, Melbourne City. Mossy's multi. You enjoy that uh, 10-year anniversary, Mossy? I will, boys. Take care. I'll give you a full report Monday morning.